0: Good morning, I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, March 7th. In today's news, Gary Cohn resigns in protest, Kellyanne Conway violates the Hatch Act, and an advisor to the United Arab Emirates is playing ball with Bob Mueller. But first, the big idea. President Trump is supercharging the celebrification of our politics. Trump boasted on Twitter Tuesday that the Oscars were the lowest rated in history. He tweeted, The problem is we don't have stars anymore, except your president. He then added, Just kidding, of course, except he wasn't kidding. Politics is downstream of culture. Trump's election would never have been possible without systemic cultural shifts enabled by reality TV and social media that increased the premium average Americans place on celebrity for celebrity's sake. The Kardashians became famous for no other reason than being infamous. Trump became a national figure because he had hosted The Apprentice and then its spinoff, The Celebrity Apprentice. Expertise and public service have been debased and devalued by the culture. That's how we wound up for the first time in American history with a president who had no prior governing or military experience. Trump told Access Hollywood host Billy Bush back in 2005, quote, when you're a star, they let you do it. He was bragging about kissing, groping, and trying to force himself on a married woman. He got elected anyway. In the final weeks of the campaign, the president's personal attorney admits that he paid $130,000 to a porn star to stay quiet about an alleged affair with Trump. Stormy Daniels, that actress, sued the president on Tuesday. She wants a court in Los Angeles to declare that a non-disclosure agreement she signed to get the money is void. Her complaint says Trump deliberately never signed the document so that he could later disavow knowledge of it. Thus, she argues she's not bound by it either. The suit says that Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, has continued to try to intimidate Daniels into keeping quiet in recent weeks. It's just another Tuesday in 2018. In fact, the most read story on the Washington Post's homepage today is not about Stormy's lawsuit. It's about the season finale of The Bachelor. While the Trump phenomenon was a manifestation of our times, his reality show presidency seems to have supercharged every trend that allowed him to win in the first place. From Oprah Winfrey to Kanye West, Mark Cuban to Mark Zuckerberg and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, many celebrities have watched Trump, looked at the mirror and wondered, if he can get elected president, why not me? Caitlyn Jenner and Kid Rock both mold Senate bids this election cycle. Cynthia Nixon, who played Miranda on Sex and the City, is actively exploring a primary challenge against New York's Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo. She's had serious conversations with two veteran Democratic strategists who got Bill de Blasio elected mayor of New York City. This has been building for a while. Ronald Reagan was an actor before getting into politics, though he served two terms as governor of California before becoming president. John McCain attacked Barack Obama viciously in 2008 for being a celebrity. He ran campaign commercials that juxtaposed clips of Obama against clips of Paris Hilton. But just a decade ago, Obama's celebrity was viewed as a liability, even by members of his own team. That's changed. There's no doubt we're seeing an increasing overlap between pop culture and political culture. Anthony Scaramucci, who lasted 11 days as White House communications director, appeared Tuesday on Dr. Phil to discuss his troubled marriage. It is inconceivable that Anita Dunn or Karen Hughes, who held the same job under the past two presidents, would ever appear on Dr. Phil. But that's the new normal. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar this hump day. Number one, Trump's top economic advisor, Gary Cohn, announced his resignation. As the director of the National Economic Council, the former president of Goldman Sachs was viewed as a financial heavyweight who could counter Trump's protectionist impulses. His announcement came just hours after he refused to offer support for Trump's tariffs on steel and aluminum imports during an Oval Office meeting. The news that he's leaving sent Dow Futures tumbling as Wall Street's fear of a trade war escalated. His departure is just the latest jolt in an already tumultuous White House. Trump has told advisors he wants to consider Larry Kudlow a media personality, to be Cohn's replacement. Number two, a federal investigator has concluded that Counselor to the President Kellyanne Conway violated the Hatch Act twice last year by commenting on Alabama's special election from the White House. The Hatch Act prohibits federal employees from using their official capacity to conduct political activity. Conway spoke out in favor of accused child molester Roy Moore, who was the Republican candidate in Alabama, and against Doug Jones, his Democratic opponent. The White House rejected the findings, saying Conway was only reflecting what the president thought. That's not really how the law works, though. The Office of the Special Counsel recommended that Trump consider disciplinary action against Conway, but there's no enforcement mechanism. So, spoiler alert, he won't do anything. Number three, a United Arab Emirates advisor with close ties to Trump aides is cooperating with Special Counsel Bob Mueller. George Nader represented the Crown Prince of the Emirates during an infamous meeting in the Seychelles Islands in January of 2017 between an investor closely linked to Vladimir Putin and the founder of the military contracting firm Blackwater. Emirati officials believe the Blackwater founder, who's close with Trump and senior aides, was speaking for the Trump transition team. Additionally, the New York Times reports that Mueller is interested in whether Nader – gave money to the Trump campaign. It's illegal for foreign entities to contribute financial support to campaigns. It's also illegal for Americans to knowingly accept money from foreign entities for campaigns. In related news, Mueller has requested documents and interviewed witnesses about two episodes related to Trump attorney Michael Cohen. Cohen's the guy I mentioned at the top who paid the hush money to Stormy Daniels. But Mueller is more focused on negotiations Cohen undertook during the campaign to help the Trump Organization build a tower in Moscow. Another area of focus for Mueller's team is a back-channel Ukrainian peace proposal that would have given Putin undisputed control over Crimea. Cohen was also involved in those discussions. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, March 7th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman